0: Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter.
1: Welcome to episode 284 of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan. Broadcasting to you from the same place we've all been for 18 months now, missing my partner in crime, Worshipless Producer Bruce, who told us he was going to be here, and I guess had an emergency nighttime milk delivery or something, so there's no Bruce. But we have Sir John. Yay! Hi. And uh, we got Chuck. I, I haven't come up with a clever Masonic thing for Chuck. T- are you Sir Chuck, too? Or are you... Most eminent, sir, Chuck?
2: Illustrious Chuck.
1: Illustrious Chuck. Oh, I don't like that at all. All right, so got Chuck. That's the Scottish writing. <laughs>
2: <new bucket laughs> I got a 21-sided die, everybody, so I'm better than you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that is illustrious. And uh, Jamie, showing up with uh, Substitute Bruce. Hey. Our official Canadian affairs correspondent. Good day, eh? And uh yeah, that's, that's the crew this week because in true after Lodge fashion, we we put this together weeks in advance with carefully laid plans and scripts, and nothing yeah. ever quite goes according Not to. Plans, writing ass. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm just coming on the other side of uh, Saturday, my. Would be traditional observance lodge and another nearby lodge also approaching a more uh, serious concept to masonry. Uh, we we've been pairing up a lot for these festive boards that we do four times a year. So it was their time turn to run this one, and it ended up being one of the one of the most wow worthy memorable evenings I've had in the fraternity. Um, it was a long night. We started about 4.30 over at the Lodge Hall, did a traditional opening with a Lodge of Instruction, and then retired from that over to the Swanky Restaurant where we went through our, our special guest and his presentation and continued on with the toasts well into the closing hours. And long story short, they turned off the parking lot lights on us uh, sometime around <laughs> 12.30. So so uh, they did. Yeah, well, um, and I had the fortune or misfortune of somehow being the purple people leader representative to the shindig. So uh, we, the guy that's that's running the other lodge's attempts at doing this model, wants to. Oh, okay, I see my camera is being twitchy. I'll see what I to do to fix that. Wants to
2: mess um, really much. He wants to what? I said meth, not even once.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> so he he wants to, you know, really promote Me. the the Grand Lodge with this and and give them the pomp and circumstance and you know make them feel at home with what we're doing because historically we haven't felt the most um, embraced, if you will, by by the Grand Lodge for what we're trying to do so uh but of course there was there were no grand lodge people there and a former district deputy was the closest thing they had so on went the fancy apron and oversized collar and up i went to the east making impromptu speeches and pretending to be some kind of mouthpiece for a grand lodge that i actually have no seat in whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) but our out-of-state guests didn't know that and they were uh They were very happy to see our our Grand Lodge applauding and promoting what was happening there that day. And the
0: Grand Lodge (laughs) has no idea.
1: uh, I mean, you know, I was introduced as past district deputy, which I hear in other states is actually something that matters. Here it doesn't. So, uh, (laughs) yeah.
2: yeah. (laughs) Once you're a past here, it really doesn't matter too much anymore because you're a past.
1: Yeah, we don't. Well, like other states, there's the title retention and all that other. We we don't do that here. Like when you're a district deputy, it's a it's a big deal. Everyone's happy to see you. Grand Lodge comes, you're replaced, and nobody cares. You're thanks for what you did. Get back to work.
2: Yeah. Um, Um,
1: You don't. You're not. You're not worshipful, so and so anymore. You're you're just schmuck Harlan, working in the kitchen. No. Uh, how it should be. It's a Bruce! Ah! Hey, up, Bruce, you're not a cat anymore.
0: I'm not a what?
1: You're not a cat Well,
0: oh, no. we gotta get rid of Substitute Bruce.
1: That's all right.
3: She'll be back there eating the fern in like
2: 10 <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> fern, you say? So That's an aloe vera
3: plant,
2: sir. Ah. Since, since Harlan's talking about Masonic Days that killed him, I guess I'm mm. going to go into mine.
1: It was the greatest day ever. Do you I I No, well, I'm gonna
2: have a great day. Actually. So, um, so Saturday was Grandmaster's Day in my jurisdiction. It's Masters because this has been a celebration since before. First was just Grandmaster's Day, and now it's Grandmaster's Day since the recognition of Prince Hall um, back in the early '80s. Did all that good stuff, marched in the parade, walked by little kids going, Hi, everybody, I'm in a parade. And I actually did that, and they thought it was funny. Because they're <laughs> kids. Lodge on Tuesday night, going on a pretty kick-ass guy. Uh, I was delayed, so I did not go to Blue Lodge Council tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, Scottish Rite. Saturday morning, I will be at the other side of the state for a chapter festival for the first degree, for the uh, Mark Master degree that I'm helping, conf- I'm doing a part.
0: And then that evening,
2: we are putting on a farm degree for the Grand Lodge, because the Grand Master is right next door, and we will be raising five brethren in a farm setting, in boots, jeans, and flannel. We will probably be closing at Masonic Midnight, because we are doing absolutely everything. Uh, we are going through the whole degree, the first part. Uh, second part, we will be doing the Canadian Charge, the Actual Charge, the, lan- the uh, Magic Lantern Lecture, the whole shebang. So, Damn. Wow. Um, There's a lot going on there. And it's also cool because Saturday is officially my 17th anniversary being a Mason. Mm-hmm. So, I... You're old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, just went, he just went silent just stunned my, my laughter. The first
4: I've ever heard a I have no rebuttal. <laughs> no rebuttal. I can't laugh hey. because I have Chuck by two years.
1: But, <laughs> I thought like, you both had been around a lot longer than... Than that i was uh, well
2: the thing is i was entered pass and raised in one day in two, october 2nd of 2004 I, yeah I 22 i, I guess but i just somehow
1: thought i keep forgetting i just had this chat with one of the patrons of my lodge uh who came to visit and it's one of the old guys that doesn't get to come around much more because of health and whatever um but we were talking, and at some point, I realized, like when he was talking about the 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 old guard, if you will, that that I was being included in that, which doesn't fit, <laughs> except it's a consequence of joining the fraternity as young as I did. Where, like, I'm in my mid thirties, and I'm one of the old guys. So,
3: I mean, masonically, I'm, you've done a lot too. I'm always
1: shocked. <laughs> When, when I
3: realized that,
1: um, especially guys who might be 20 years my senior, who I'm, you know, head-slapping and calling rookie. Um,
0: so,
2: there. I mean, I mean, one of the guys, so my lodge, of, of the five guys, we're, two of the guys being raised are from my lodge because we've got a couple other lodges bringing other components in that we typically don't do. Um, so the first guy we're raising – is retired and in his 70s the other guy is 24. He's <laughs> the last one that's a big difference in age um, cool. again my my lodge i mean our master's 27 you know assuming they elect me in a couple of weeks i'll be i'm 39 the junior wardens 33 Senior deacon this year is currently, he's in his late forties. Junior deacon's thirty. Senior stewards fifty. Junior stewards my age, so thirty nine. So we have a very so, young my lot. So session. I am
0: realizing something though. I'm the oldest person in this little podcast. And I am the youngest mason in this podcast. Huh.
2: Are you older than John?
0: I have. If John has two years on you, I have two years on John.
2: I'm gonna be John honest. honest, with, I I mean honest. About Chuck is a mason. He, he is a mason. As a mason,
0: oh. as a mason, like, I have two years.
2: No, John's I've been a mason for 19 years. Uh, John's. <laughs> I'm 39 John is older than that by more than two years
0: okay that's what I thought and then but but for some reason my brain went to if he only has two years on you and I have two years on him then like, okay uh,
4: you all John's,
2: <laughs> John's the actual old man on this podcast yeah. I was about to say
0: I was gonna to need to grow a white beard which I can do because everything's white and um start and then I'd be the old stoner in the room like Willie Nelson like that, it it fit, but it doesn't well, work. You're not wrong. I Max, mean, are you still the old stoner, Jamie?
2: Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm still the old stoner. Yeah. What's going on in the in the in the in the southern frostlands, John?
4: Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I have to leave the podcast in fifteen minutes for a sporty meeting about silly things that are going on at national levels, which I've been advised not to talk about for a bit, and because I'm the jurisprudence chair and people want to ask me questions even though I don't want to answer them, um, mm. or be around to hear them, or go. Or know they exist. Yeah, yeah. right, or, or them to know that I exist at this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see, There, there's that kind of uh, fun level of... Um, yeah. yeah, and that has sucked up almost all of my time, masonically, because of all the stuff with Grand Encampment. So now I just avoid everybody and play catch with my kid and
2: drink. Yeah, so I can see that. It's so it's Wednesday. Got it.
4: Yeah. Right. It's yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. It
2: was,
4: it was always, and and I and I bought a hot tub.
0: So. Oh. I, that's just going to be heartache and annoyance yeah there's they're, they're fun for a little bit but they're they're a lot of heartache and annoyance because it's like a pool or it's wise. fun for a little bit but it's well
4: yeah yeah it's yeah. a little two-seater because my my the, the va finally decided to cough up its groin and uh in my back disability pay. so part of that is the va just bought me a hot tub so my back feels better
0: Well, that's a good thing. Yeah,
4: well, I mean, it'll help after I'm done digging the pit that I have to put it in, putting all the class 5 and all that stuff and really my back up so that I can crawl into the hot tub literally to maybe not drown in it and actually drink and enjoy (laughs) it. Isn't
2: your son old enough to dig a hole for you?
4: Arguably, yes. Well or as directed, not so much. (laughs) <laughs>
2: I mean, that never stopped my dad uh,
4: You know, that never stopped my dad either But I also remember how fast
2: I did shit as a kid so. To be fair, I also remember how bad I got my ass kicked as a kid so.
0: <laughs> See, there's that other component I won't do that to him, but You just learn to do it the right the first time Because you just have to do it over and over Over and over, and over, and over. Yeah, over yeah. You're going
2: to fill this back in with a backhoe And you're going to have to do it again, boy
0: Exactly yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Do it again yep. Do it again do it
2: again. So, so, Bruce, what's it like to actually having a working shitter?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so my that my like front yard broke. is
3: still a mud pit, but
2: the well, to be all fair, good. we've had a lot of rain in this <laughs> side of the country, so.
3: I just meant there's no grass in my front yard because I had to dig like 75 percent of it up.
0: Yeah, and you're not going to get much growth this year. It's too late now.
2: Well, October no, is the time to well, plant they grass, are he rivers, might
3: get some but my it's... issue is that it's shady oh, yes. in
0: the front yard.
3: Oh. Um, and,
2: and
0: and I forget and, even in Pennsylvania you have a little bit nicer of uh, uh, Pennsylvania nicer weather than I have way up here at this time of year.
2: Yeah. Even no, in actual I, Pennsylvania for,
0: for this area October
3: is the time of year to plant
2: grass. So, yeah, Jamie, I am in Connecticut right and North Connecticut and I still have my air conditioner units in my window because it might get muggy next week, and I may want to sit in my boxers.
0: Well, we get frost warnings a lot now. It's cold. <laughs> it's starting to get cold here. We were
4: supposed to, and then it hit
2: eighty-five today. Wow! Yeah, when I left my when I left my house, today, it was forty-nine. When I got home, it was seventy. <laughs>
0: That's not too bad. It's 13 degrees. Oh wait, Celsius. Uh, double it and add 35. 26, 26, 84. Uh, yeah, yeah, 50,
2: 58. Carry the five. We're what did Jim say? Right end of the
4: recording, I need to hit this real quick before we start.
3: 58's perfect mailman weather. Mm. Just to let y'all
2: know.
0: Both. Yeah, because you're carrying and working hard. It would be.
2: Well, let's not get hasty. It's you because it, they're not allowed to use air conditioning in their trucks. Oh, that's right. Like you guys use trucks.
0: Day, Our mailmen around here walk.
3: Oh, I mean, it's half my my routes. Okay, first of all, Jamie, that's a little condescending. Uh, my route has three and a half miles of walking. On it. <laughs> I
0: walk that every day. Oh wow! Good. Well, I didn't know if you were all in the truck or all or if you were all rural in the truck uh, or if you had some city, like in town.
3: It's about half and half.
0: Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, I, I know. I know that there are people that walk it there as well. I just always heard <laughs> you talk about in the truck. So he's, he's like, it's America. Yeah, they don't walk him, around. Scoop, there. Everybody drives. I don't know, no, I was, those I, fat I, mother... I wasn't saying. <laughs> well, you. you uh, I can't say much about weight. Look at me. Um, I probably have the biggest out of all of us. Um, so. <laughs> But no, I I wasn't that ignorant of things. I do know that some walk there. I just thought yours was all vehicle done. So I was it's, picking it's it. It's
3: about half and half. <laughs> so, Learning new things every day. Is, which is honestly the perfect amount because there are some routes there that are all driving and I couldn't do that shit for four or five hours a day. And then there are some routes that are all walking and I definitely couldn't do that. So it's a
0: nice behind. nice combination.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Milk delivery. I
2: apologize. Yeah. Milk delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce would like to speak everybody Hey Bruce raise
3: your What do you have to say Bruce Believe me y'all I, I ain't gonna ask permission <laughs> <laughs> I need to break it to you Well I, I don't raise hands I didn't even do that shit in school <laughs> Raise your hand can
0: Bruce
2: I? No
3: I know the <laughs> answer
0: teacher, can I go Who's to the bathroom the answer? Gotta...
3: <laughs> What
2: are we doing here What's the answer Teacher you're dumb Right.
0: <laughs> I know more than you. No, I'll, I'll <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
1: My Why f- fire your here. boss?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm mm-hmm. wearing a shirt tonight. I want to mention while John's on here, um, which is uh, an Every Child Matters shirt, which is, has to do with. Tomorrow we have a holiday happening here for the first time, which is Truth and Reconciliation Day. About the whole uh,
2: uh, indigenous
0: schools and all the kids that died and you're finding...
2: genocide thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a bad situation. Like, I can't believe they did that for 160 years total. Like, and that was only in 1996 it stopped. Like, that's crazy. Your boarding schools went until 1996? 1996 was the last one. I, I made some notes because this shit matters to me a bit. You, um,
2: you guys beat Australia, which went to like the 1980s. <laughs>
0: yeah, 96 was in the last one closed here. Wow.
2: This yeah. just
1: furthers my, my point I, I've made in earlier shows about how Canada gets
0: away
3: with everything. <laughs> like <laughs> Like it's because they're friendly. People don't understand that you can be friendly and still an asshole. Yeah, like, yeah. Like because you're
0: well here that's because like, like think about this. That cynicism. was done that was done in New Zealand, uh, the United States of course, Ireland, South Africa, Sweden, Australia, like this was that was colonial practice. That was, that when they went to somewhere. That was what the colonialists did when they went anywhere. anywhere.
2: Yeah, but you you guys weren't a colony like in nineteen. No, that, but this, this
0: is where I'm getting. No, 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 this, that's we, what I'm saying. That's when it's that's the practice that started it. And then in 1867, of course, when we became a country, it was still going on. And in uh, 1883 was the first one that was opened by the federal government in conjunction yeah. with the Anglican Church. So like. We had a part of it, our government had a part of it of, of like trying to destroy a whole culture of yeah. people.
1: I mean, like, the, I mean, the I worst say. of the United States acts in those veins happened long after we were our own country. You know, the whole cleansing of the western half of the continent was we can't mm-hmm. blame the Brits for that as much as I'd like to. No, you know uh, or,
4: nor can we blame them for you know putting
1: the Japanese in internment
4: camps during World War II.
1: Yeah. So. But, but it's just, that's, that's my point though, when you were talking about all the colonial or Commonwealth countries or, or their ancestors have done that, that, that's my point, is Canada is just like the rest of us, but in the world's eye, somehow y'all are cool. Like, like you go to the Middle East and you, you, you don't see any Death to Canada flags waving around. You <laughs> know, every U.S. jet that bombs somebody. Canada's not they're trying to steal their there shit. There was a Canadian jet following right behind it, <laughs> dropping more bombs.
0: I'm not saying we don't deserve to get shit on a little more than we do. Uh? <laughs> I am what the magic
1: sauce is. Like, why doesn't anybody hate Canada? <laughs> well, listen...
2: Because they so watched so the Canadian hockey team beat the shit out of the Russians in the 70s, and they're like, it, they'll take on the Russians, they'll take on anybody.
0: <laughs> so... I was getting this stuff at a National Geographic thing, so I just want to read, like, the Cana- this is the thing that was quoted, the Canadian government pursued a policy of cultural genocide because it wished to divest itself of the financial and legal obligation to the ab- Aboriginal people to gain their land. Yeah. If any Aboriginal person has, like, I mean, they wanted to just basically make sure there was no Aboriginals anymore by turning them all into themselves or killing them. That was it. There was no hey, bill.
3: land. I know we agreed to pay for it, but we... we we had a meeting and we decided we don't want to
0: pay for it anymore. So but it we, wasn't even that. They like, used language like all up and they 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 just they, they made sure that like even the, the Aboriginals even knew and, and they said, you know, we want to make sure such and such – and they got verbal information and, and confirmation from them, but then on paper it was worded in a manner that it, it they just got the colonialists got everything. But they told them one thing verbally and wrote another thing down. Like that's just, I mean, just Somebody, I feel
3: like it's like, a pretty close parallel to Americans and, and yeah, I mean, the Native it, Americans,
1: we, we yeah, all it, learned but, how to do this from the same place, like that, yeah, a,
0: exactly. The, the, Canada they learned know.
1: it by
3: watching us,
0: yeah, well, exactly, because it was happening in the U.S. before it started happening here, slightly, but not long before, not long before it was, yeah. you, you know what I mean, yeah. within 20 years of it, like, you know what I mean, it, it wasn't.
3: Well, it's cold up there, everything moves slower.
0: Exactly. Like it, 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 it was the practice, so... It was the joke, Jamie. I know. I know. I just kind of fucked it. Three, two, one, hit. You know what happened before this started, therefore you know, my mind is a little bit slow. I need a half a second process before anything even works.
3: No, it's because it's cold there. Your mind moves slower.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, we you know.
3: Uh,
1: and unlike the oh, Spaniards, we can't we can't even point to you know Aztec human sacrifice temples for some kind of remote justification. It's just you're in our way. And cheer up, yeah, it, just cheer up. Business. We want your so, shit.
0: We want your shit. We're going to get rid of you or convert you.
1: Well, no, no, yeah. it was fine because <laughs> if if they converted to Christianity, they got left alone. Right? Oh
0: no, wait, it it, it didn't work. No, <laughs> no, because Christianity was running the schools and killed thousands and thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of kids. Like confirmed, thirty one hundred now, but there's at least six thousand, at least in one like one profit. Like that's ridiculous, hmm? like, ridiculous. Yep. The yeah. uh,
1: the modern world was built on the corpses of those who came before.
2: Well, yep. well John the learned it are from are the Romans. Affiliated. John and I are affiliated with a country conquest works. that. uh... Just recently got back to the population before the famine. So, yeah.
4: Have they finally.
0: Say that again. Has has Ireland
2: finally caught back up to the mass loss of population? Ireland has finally hit the number of people living in Ireland when the famine. They had when the famine famine started. started. Are we talking about
1: the eighteen oh one famine slash act of union? That kind of one precipitated the more other? like
2: the the one that that was more mid eighteen hundreds. The the, the potato oh. famine.
1: Well, there were there were several.
2: That's why I was. No, no, no there, there were many famines because the the British were starving them. But the yeah. one where they actually, like, everyone they said, they left. Two thirds of the country either starved to death or left. That one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well after my uh, after my knowledge of Irish history. So my, my freshman history course <clears throat> we we got assigned random topics of the professors choosing to write our our brilliant freshman ramblings about. And mine was the eighteen oh one and the act of union, except I decided to be clever and tie in the the Large-scale famine that had happened right before that, as as the uh, predecessor. So not just not just military conquest of you know we're scared of the Brits, but we're freaking hungry and they got food. So whatever. Um, yeah, it was a terrible paper. I I remember it because of how terrible it was. Because <laughs> what, freshman, what freshman history paper is not. Just awful. have an make plus on it though. That that was the thing was like, but but how you get an eight? This is awful. What?
0: <laughs> just that good, Harlan. You're just that no.
1: Good. It was it was because I I went I went and speculated on something that wasn't written about heavily or. I didn't just regurgitate someone else's (laughs) theories,
0: and I guess he showed you knew the material and actually had, uh, uh, you know what I mean?
1: I don't, I don't know. He just seemed to like that I I went somewhere that wasn't obvious. I guess. Okay. But I was just, I was just making up nonsense. Like these two things happen around the same time, and everything's related because nothing happens in isolation. So. Okay. (laughs) Here's some. Here's some. uh, not really clear causation points in the timeline and just
3: kind of (laughs) here's
1: your your paper i miss miss freshman gen ed stuff
3: when you can bullshit your work
1: hey
4: speaking (laughs) of bullshit and uh you guys Uh, keep the show going without me for a little bit hopefully i'll be back shortly because now i have to go to this meeting it's It's oh
1: yeah john's gonna go do important stuff while we uh We'll be here. Well, we don't enjoy the ball. Why don't you take that with home. you, John? Just, just go ahead and three-way us yeah. in, or however. Yeah, just, that... or
0: just, you got? You got a Bluetooth? Just I bring know. it along with you. I, and then, yeah. I might as well just for, and just I just point the
4: monitors towards each other and just let it fly. You can put us on mute. It's okay.
3: <laughs> Grand Commander, guys, guys, Grand Commander, discuss.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you. you know, you know, know who, who I, I am. am.
3: I know you said you didn't oh. want me to talk about this, but I thought maybe this would be the best way to get <laughs> it all out the is, open. This
1: is, where, <laughs> this is where Bruce uses the uh, the the Bruce wants to speak button again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> boop! Boop! Bruce brings his hand. Bruce is his hand. Oh, shit.
3: What is your right, is right? seriously I mean, clicking the hand button?
1: <sighs> oh, man. That's fun. Christ. Oh, all right, that's have shit. fun, done. All we'll
0: right, see you shortly. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: All right, so now that he's gone, we can uh, we can really talk. So uh, yeah, I got I got nothing.
0: No, no. Yeah.
2: I you can't pay me enough to be on the call that he's dealing with right now.
1: Oh, I've I've done yeah, similar
2: things. Yeah. yeah, but you're a lawyer. You signed up for that shit, right? Harlan loves mm. that.
1: Not not in the Masonic context. No. I, I do Masonic trials, and there there is nothing I I love about that kangaroo court thing at all and I, i've been on either side of those proceedings it yeah it's no a little bit it conflict
3: of interest to have
2: lawyers fill in that position no uh,
3: in my, oh in my
1: our constitution, constitution requires it
2: in, yeah in my in my jurisdiction like you you can get your you can get an actual attorney it doesn't do your brother yeah.
3: no that's I think my point is that's that how we do it. We're kind of biased towards our brothers by default. Well, so how yeah, how that's what abortion? we want. Because
1: yeah. because you're talking about removing someone from the fraternity, it's kind of I kind of like the idea that everybody involved with the proceedings is this guy's brother. So if we're going to give him the boot, yeah. Yeah, I guess he's right. got to deserve it. Is how the theory goes. Yeah, it's a and it doesn't, it doesn't also actually work out it's, that way
2: if it's anything outside of like a reprimand or suspension, like if you're going for expulsion for a guy from your lodge where I am, yeah, it, it you typically punt that up to the grand lodge because yeah, that way you don't have to worry about it literally tearing your lodge in half.
1: Yep. We Well, and you don't have to worry about everybody's just too close up, to it. Which is what would happen if, if local lodges did it in most cases. So we've got, yeah, we got the same thing here. There's a committee of the grand lodge that handles that and the requirements to be on that committee, besides being appointed by the grand master is you have to be qualified to be a circuit court judge, which really just means you've been a lawyer for four years in in the state, but um, that's so all, all the guys who run that process are attorneys (laughs) and two of them are judges at the moment.
2: So yeah, there there was a time period where most of our guys who were on the, the jurisprudence committee for my state were not, had no legal background. And now they all have legal backgrounds and yeah and that makes
1: it more frustrating when i go through it because i'm like all all you guys are lawyers and you know that this is no way in keeping with our our profession what what are we doing it's so
2: much better than hearing seeing something try to get pushed through by somebody who is by trade an accountant pointing out how we're all going to get sued for something and yeah i'm an engineer so i'm going to pick the crap out of stuff and I'm like, no, you're not. Like, did, did we have a lawyer who said this? Well, you got I've been working in this field for a long time. The field of law, well, no, you're an accountant, right? Yes, well, actually, I'm an investment banker. Oh, so you're even less of an accountant. Oh, God. <laughs> so, just so we're clear, you're not a lawyer, correct? But you had a lot of field work of time in the field of law, yes, but you've never. Been a lawyer. Correct. Can we have some lawyers again, in place?
0: And again, you're not even a fully chartered accountant. Correct?
2: <laughs> yes. So, these are the kind of conversations that I've had with people. And...
1: It depends on, on, on the subject matter. I I have a, an accountant that I lean on very heavily in my legal practice to give me what's tantamount to legal advice. Um... On anything the art of getting involved. sued
2: for something that if someone does something we will get sued oh.
1: oh yeah no that's i thought maybe you guys were like i don't know you had a trust thing or you're making a donation somewhere or something like that where it's like you should oh, no, no,
2: go to the cpas and all yeah. that stuff. We, yeah. pay, we pay people for that no this is like well if you do this we might get sued oh no that's correct weird. well to be fair we could be yeah. sued for anything because like, that's how our law system works thank you Harvard.
1: every time i uh every time I deal with with a divorce and, you know, the guy owns a business. The first thing I'm doing is calling my accountant buddy. Like, hey, I need your help. How do we not screw this up? Um, And he knows the law around that much better than I do. So there you go. But, yeah, for stuff like that, I I get what you're saying. Yep. Um, No, ours is just... Well, I mean, we've got that in spades in every just regular lodge, though. There's always somebody that's, you know, we're going to get sued for this or that or whatever, and it's like, okay. Well, I was at, at when he, I was You can sue anybody room. for anything. Yeah. My brother gonna... just got sued over something dumb, and he's freaking out. And I'm like, Sam, just just go to court, tell the judge this bullshit, and you'll be fine. So he did, and that's what happened. And... <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> it's like... All that heartache over nothing because anybody can sue anybody. Wow. For anything. That's that's how it works. You, you just have to have the filing fee and the ability to fill out a petition.
2: and hope the judge doesn't really want to make an example of you after he goes like, You're, you are doing what now with my time?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, they get real. Does that ever happen?
2: About that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, no, not,
1: not to, usually that only happens to attorneys, although it, it's not unheard of that it would happen to someone else, but usually it's attorneys <laughs> that get smacked for unnecessary
3: litigiousness. I, I just told meant you know, you somebody suing like, for a silly reason.
2: A, a repeat offender who does it, like the sovereign, like the sovereign citizen idiots. Yeah. Um. Around up around me, I know some guys who are judges who are, and the judges are kind of like, kind of like you again.
3: Yeah. Is there some kind of pre-approval process for cases like those, or is their first well, entrance like depends? Yeah, right?
2: so around so depends on the court is what I've been told by people who are actual attorneys. At
0: like it, it,
1: the federal courts are more more formal about it. Uh, in, in state courts, so if somebody's just suing you in district court here, it, a lot of times if it's if it's really dumb, like all you got to do is just fill out a motion to dismiss and there's like forms on the internet for that where you just it basically says I move to dismiss because this case is bullshit and then there's some blank lines for you to write on about why <laughs> you just get that notarized and file it and then you'll get an order back in the mail where the judge dismisses the case
0: With my court case on cat thievery we had a thing beforehand that didn't actually bring it to full court it was the just the meetings mediation of the, the, yeah yeah the mediation thing yeah so we had the mediation thing and so, that yep. turned out
1: if it doesn't get dismissed right off the bat here, then that's usually the next thing is you'll get an order from the judge that says, you know, here's a mediation firm and you need to pay them a bunch of money and go sort your stuff out. Uh, But if it's, if it's dumb, usually that, that motion to dismiss solves the issue. You don't even go to court. You're just, this is stupid. And,
0: but if, if somebody makes a good, so the thing with a, Legal well, I had the cat so I guess I couldn't really motion to dismiss I couldn't plead yeah. not guilty I had the it's cat right. I'm like, yeah. to it back That's <laughs> the thing
1: is is the whoever files that petition to sue you they get the benefit for the purpose of that that petition of assuming everything they say is true So if a judge looks at what they've said or what they've accused you of and it checks all the <laughs> element boxes to say you've got a case here then the judge can't just dismiss it right that that so If someone's suing you over some bullshit, but they're very cleverly lying about it, then you're going to have to go drag through some court hearings, and it's...
3: Yeah, but aren't they going to get in trouble later
2: for cleverly lying about it? Yeah, sort of. They should, yeah. In my experience, judges, I don't like it when you lie to them. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it depends on, on what kind of lie, right? How blatant it is. If it's one of those, like, reasonable minds could differ about how to interpret this circumstance. It, and again, it depends on who's doing it. Like like Chuck said, if they're a, if they're a frequent flyer of the legal system, it's, it's much more likely that the judge is going to get cranky. If it's just your neighbor who thought that you mowed one of the strips on his side of the lawn on purpose for the past three weeks, it's like, all right, your punishment is you had to pay this big filing fee and I'm not giving it back. Don't come back here.
0: <laughs> um, wow. Well, but people will be people. They yeah. they will do they yeah. will do weird things.
1: They will at that. Um, my time on the planning commission down in After Lodge County, um, I never failed to be amazed at the lengths that squabbling neighbors will go through just to piss off each other, like. Ah, yeah. The 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 guy wants a, a permit to replace his dilapidated single wide trailer with one that's not a fire hazard. Why are you contesting this with seven other neighbors? Yeah, <laughs> with picket signs you don't like it just yeah. Well, cuz he let his dog loose on my uh, Okay, but we're but we're talking about the fire code. Like uh, never mind. <laughs> and of course, North state has these open meetings laws, open records laws. People have to be entitled to speak for X amount of
3: time, so
1: oh, you have to you have to give them the microphone. And
3: oh, look, you're in the hills of, of feuding, so you know you got to kind of <laughs> expect that sort of thing.
0: The blood feuds over generations.
3: Oh man, it was it was so bad
1: because there'd be meetings that should have lasted thirty minutes, and I would be there for three and a half hours while like the chain of someone's neighbor and all their friends and brothers and sisters and third cousins. And there was one night they had this big written, I guess I could call it the 99 feces of all the reasons they hated this guy. None of which were related to the shed. (laughs) And you know, (laughs) they only get two minutes. And so one of them would read for two minutes and then the next one would come up and just pick up where that one left off. And this went on for an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Only for the board to turn around and say, yeah, this is a rubber stamp thing, and it's approved, and can we go home now? Like, <laughs> like, like nobody's offered any reason why this shed shouldn't be allowed to encroach two inches on the setback. <laughs> Y'all are all talking about this this dude and his fence that you don't like, and his his sign about Jesus that was, I, I don't Apparently this guy was a member of some tiny church and he started putting, I'm praying for you things on a big sign on his fence, but was basically like calling people out for whatever. And they, of course, didn't take too kindly to that and things that happened in the hills out here. Yeah.
0: Passive aggressive bullshit that turns into a whole bunch more. Almost like lodge stats. Yeah. We all know what those are. Uh, oh, man.
1: 30 years ago, he jumped in line in front of me. He knew I wanted to be senior deacon. He didn't turn down the nomination. And that's why I am contesting our participation in the bicycle program. Because <laughs> he's going yeah. <laughs> to. <laughs>
0: it's so true, though, right?
1: Yeah, so you had 30 years to knock off some of those rough corners, buddy. What have you been doing? Yeah. Uh, all right, whatever.
0: Did, we're still. Did you, doing get, it.
1: did you get half a side smooth yet or what? <laughs> and then you do the something like what I would do where it's like, okay, but we're still doing this. Well, now you're on the shit list. <laughs> oh, God. No. So 10 years from now, I'm going to be doing something at another lodge. and It's a feud, Harlan. That's how this, it works. Yeah, this guy's going to show up. Don't you trust that boy?
0: <laughs> he <laughs> called me down. He cut me down in
2: nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, like in nineteen ninety two, when the <laughs> Harlan came to lodge and told me to my face that there was a spot oh, on this dish that I just washed, and just because there was a spot on that dish, don't mean that he ain't. No cotton picking, lying second,
1: money living son <laughs> of a bitch. Yeah. Well, most like, parts I won't remember what it was I did because I just don't remember a lot of things. That's probably why I get along well with people generally. And yeah, so now I'll just be
0: flabbergasted. I forget Harlan.
1: I don't remember this guy. Have a short memory. It does. That's the yeah, only way you survive it, in, in the wall. That's uh just put it behind you and move on to the next thing.
0: Yep. Um it's a good way to live life sometimes. Don't dwell on that shit.
1: Well, except you know, my wife has a very long memory, so Do you remember when you said
3: No, no, I I have a wife. Remember it's a when I was <laughs> of being a wife. <laughs> But but, that, that, but shouldn't we, as know. the
0: husband, shouldn't that's shouldn't we get a little bit of the? If we don't remember it, how can we be punished for it? Yeah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> no,
2: that's that's the power. <laughs> because if I we have. don't remember
0: it, it didn't really exist to us, right? That's not fair.
2: Look, they would not actually exist to them. I make a great <laughs> extent to not lie to people because that way I don't have to remember anything.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. That's the I mean, policy already, of I'm life.
2: Not,
1: I'm all. Yeah, so we've been a, talking about the law and lodge. <laughs>
0: I don't lie to my brothers.
1: Uh, I, I I do it all the time, but that's, that's benign mm. lies. Like, you know, you're looking good, buddy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: No, the second bone extender doesn't make you look fat at all for your apron.
0: No, the stitches no, on that bone must have broken already. Hmm. Uh-huh.
2: No, I, I, I think it's quite okay for you to be 70 years old and dang a 21-year-old. What could go wrong?
1: You uh, have so much in common. I, mean, I actually don't,
2: yeah. What's no problem oh, with that at all? It's, <laughs> you have another kid with your 70 outside of
3: my jealousy. Um, wow. hmm. you ain't got to worry about it for very long, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: By the way, have you seen some of these women when, when a 21 year old girl dates a 70 year old? She ain't no supermodel because these guys ain't rich. It don't but matter, those guys don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, at that you're
2: point
3: that is equal to a seventy year old man.
0: <laughs> I mean like he's uh, he, he's more than yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, when you, you said that I was 70. assuming
1: there was money involved and they were supermodel esque, but
3: that's just visions in my head. Right. How does that happen otherwise? Like why would a why would a twenty one year old woman just ran, hook up with a random seventy year old?
0: He kind that's of implied like she's it. really large and has one tooth. That, that's what I was getting out of that. Because she is <laughs> She, like, she would be really large in one tooth. He said, You know, you're not rich and she's not pretty.
3: She's 21. I'll make it work.
0: Yeah.
1: My vision ain't what it used to be.
0: (laughs) Come (laughs) here, little girl.
3: I'm going to take my glasses off for this one.
0: Oh, my. Meanwhile, I'm going to have to cut that
1: out. All right. Um, (laughs) Damn. I don't need our, our website getting taken down by a, a wave of, of hashtag me tours. So we're gonna.
2: No, they're too busy attacking themselves at this point. We're good.
1: Oh, that's right, because you didn't me too enough. Yeah, it's, it's like watching libertarians try to do something politically.
2: Ooh, uh, it would be
0: hashtag not me. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. We haven't had that. We haven't had a podcast since the whole Canadian federal election either. Shit.
3: No. The, the, shit we know, ended up
0: spending a lot started. of money and then we, we ended up spending a whole lot of money and, and got nowhere. Well, y'all elect like, people you know, in like
2: Canada, I mean, like, just threw the Bears, he? I
0: didn't he? We elect people, Bruce, but we don't take two years to do it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we elect someone two years ago and I already have them within two years starting their election I think the, I years. think the
3: ultimate goal is to ha- is to have it take four years. That way we can just
0: constantly be doing it. Yeah. Well, we well, do that, it every four years. That's what um, cable news. we don't take two years r- worth of running time. It's only like six months worth of actual campaigning.
3: Right. If we take four years as a running time, then we can constantly be yeah. electing. It's yeah. it's a constant cycle. It never ends.
1: Media outlets are big fans of that. That's um...
3: yeah. So
0: there's constant. So so, so is my answer.
3: job. Let me tell you.
0: Oh. So, well, uh, your yeah. your your milk your milk, milk delivery. You gotta does deliver all those good.
1: specially labeled
3: milk cartons.
0: My bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen this politician? He's missing.
3: Right. Vote for him. <laughs> also, we're going to send you one more of these every day for the next three weeks. <laughs> all 600 people on your rev.
0: Because it doesn't cost money to do that stuff.
3: Even the ones that aren't the same party. And that's the magic of political action committees. Mm.
0: But then they're taking all the money that those people are donating and using it just for that stuff, which kind of sucks.
1: That is such a tiny portion of the money, yeah, I know. Around, the money that comes but, from
0: corporations and, and
1: well, that, that, yeah. well that's what the political action committees are that's the whole
0: are they okay they're that's not
1: affiliated with the candidate they're the free speech things the, that anybody can give it as much money, money as they money want into. to. yeah and and they yeah like the the mailers that bruce has to or the milk cartons that bruce has to carry by the yes. by the truckload those are those are just the spare change that's left over after they make the big purchases. Like yeah. What do we What do we do with all these quarters?
3: Well, let's send some milk jugs. And it's kind of crazy. Like you can tell the candidates that have a very wealthy pack because they'll be literally getting those sent every single day, and their opponent will have like one every couple of weeks.
0: So here's. So here's. An, well, I, I know the federal
3: packs that are sending them out too. Like if you look at the pay
1: yeah. for thing, yeah. one day yeah, it's yeah, different yeah. from the next day, and uh, for sure, yeah.
0: So, uh, mm-hmm. I know our federal candidate here for my riding. I know him quite well. So, to hit um, 35,000 people, so 35,000 mailers for one day in a, in a week was five grand. I think just, that's just about that seems pretty low. Yet. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah it is. Like That's 15 cents low.
3: a piece. I mean, we yeah. do that, that I, mass dealer... media
1: mailing <laughs> thing, and it's about 15
3: cents. Political. Milk has the same level of service as first class. So basically it's a couple levels higher than standard. And 15 cents is about what you would pay for standard. First class, a first class letter, I'm sorry, a first class carton of milk is
0: 58 cents right now. It's so a compared, email. To,
3: compared to 15 cents, that's, that's a quarter. It's a quarter as much.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. They can mean they're getting they're getting a pretty good rate. And that's yeah, and that's for, it's,
3: yeah. and our milkmen don't have to fight off polar
1: bears to get those things. <laughs> right. Or, no, through, or I Frostbite.
2: Got my, I got my belt for Grand Lodge uh in two weeks that I had to mail in by the by you know this week.
0: Oh, we forgot one important thing. That's Canadian dollars. Canadian oh. chuck, sorry.
1: Oh, so so <laughs> it's like a tenth the price, Bruce.
0: Hmm.
3: I, I, I don't I don't I don't understand they do, why they do it. They why political stuff gets the privilege of first class stuff when they only have to pay a quarter of the price. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. But whatever. Because I
0: think well I think that's because <laughs> the our federal the government still runs the mail system. Our, it's our, not our, the our, I think it's
3: because
0: our federal I, I think it's because our mail system is still government run.
3: Yeah, but it's not the government sending these out.
0: It's PEX. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, so in right. both
3: cases they're,
0: right. they're state run, right.
1: and in both cases the people who benefit from sending those milk cartons out set the policy, or or their bosses set. Wait, set the, po- no, the people who set the policies, bosses benefit. So it it it's kind of a straight line thing about why that is.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: that's you know, your bosses, 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 boss. Benefits directly from the old people who get those milk jugs.
0: <laughs> the old I mean, people yeah, but get you're those milk jugs, yeah. You're
3: talking about state-level stuff. None of that stuff affects us. Well,
1: I said state in the generic sense. State-run, like, government-run, sorry. Uh,
3: yeah, but it's still, like, the people I'm talking about are state-level. Yeah. As in well, our state, not state.
1: Yeah, but they're... They're members of this club of politicians with the people who manage your bosses, right? They're they're in the same oh, okay, Republican yeah. club or Democrat club, where yes,
0: yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh my God! And then we had freaking the People's Party of Canada that actually got some votes. I'm surprised. They're like they're like Republicans times a little more.
1: In Canada, third parties actually have a shot at having a voice in something. Hey.
0: Yeah, we actually Green get But uh, the Green Party, which is my party, they, the Libertarian
1: the Party got some electoral votes once in the 70s. Wow. That's <laughs> a long to, time ago.
2: Before the eighteen twenties, we 1920s, we used to have a lot of political parties getting electoral votes, Carl. I wouldn't say a lot. There were like four. They were regional, but still, it's
0: to be yeah. fair um, yeah we have some at least our parties are federal but they're not getting very far if they're not the big two
1: yeah but see then you guys have to build a coalition among these parties so you can get some kind of general consensus on different issues
0: and I know somewhat like right
1: reflects generally the will of the people we we don't have any of that so it's a winner take all Zero one binary kind of thing. it's,
0: so, it's dull so stuff. Though. If you
1: don't want to be taxed into oblivion, then you also have to be okay with the rest of the Republican agenda. Assuming that they actually do anything about taxes, which which they don't. That's the. I loved all these Twitter memes that were going around this week about. They're funny because it was like which party, and there's a list of awful things, and and the answer in every case is whichever one was in power.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Like.
1: There's, it's not really a difference here, but assuming that you you buy the rhetoric, it's an all-or-nothing package. So if you care about gun rights, well, you don't get to care about workers' rights too, like because there's not a package that has both. <laughs> like, you, so at least you know in Canada there's there's more of a menu and I can I can kind of pick my side items to go with my main dish.
0: Yeah, there's more part, Yeah, the, the, some that have the yeah the, a more diverse view you know you still you, you get you still get some that're more in the socialist end of things and you know what I mean it's all there's still a mix in there you know
1: it's what happens if you're a labor union guy who also happens to care about well you know gun rights and and you're you know and maybe somewhere your wife and you are big into your your religion you're, you're catholic so you're you're pro life there's there's not really a place for you <laughs>
0: You no, which
1: of those matter, and that's how we get so many single-issue voters who just the rest of the platform rides along with whatever it is because they want. Yeah. You don't have a choice; you pick your issue, and that determines your party, and then you're, you're stuck with the rest. And eventually, we get this team sports thing going where you start to buy into the rest of the stuff that maybe originally you didn't agree with or care about, but. This is the party that carries your, your your flagship issue, so you're just gonna buy into all the other stuff and start beating your family over the head on social media
0: because In for a penny, in for a pound.
2: That's <laughs> what a true American, American does, Harlan. Yeah.
1: Well no Patriot. So us third party trader types, um, we we just choose to be a little nuanced and figure, you know, a vote for either of them's a wasted vote anyway, so why not? Do you know what's really different between the Biden White House and the Trump White House? Nothing. Not a damn thing. I was going to say decorations. <laughs> that, that's about it, right? The, the, the party icon on the on the letterhead that goes out of the Oval Office. That's.
0: I mean, they're even close enough in age. Their decor might have been close to the same, except Trump's got that young wife.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they're both... Um, and they both say incoherent things all the time to mass applause from supporters who don't know what they just said. <laughs> so... Nothing's changed. It's uh Yeah. But enough of my uh political pulpit. We were talking about milk.
3: Political milk.
0: Yeah. Political milk. Yeah, so yeah. The worst, the worst kind of the worst kind of milk there is. Political is. milk.
1: Believe me. <laughs> it's extra heavy.
0: <laughs> Only because it weighs your soul.
3: Versus, like, I don't actually want to deliver this. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't to I just, I hate that it bears the responsibility of higher mail when they don't pay for it. It's the only uh, the entire versus system where that happens. Delivering Everything else, this. a rule that we have is a rule that's set in stone, and you're gonna eff and do it. Period.
1: Versus got the got the milk carton that's printed on about how milk carriers are overpaid and underworked and they eat little babies for (laughs) breakfast. And he's like, oh, i got to put this in in all
0: the boxes. This
3: guy, he wants to do away with unions. (laughs) Oh, that guy. Uh, Obviously, I don't do that because I very quickly get fired for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anti-milk well, That the the to... paper in your backyard has nothing to do with the political mailers. I don't your know what mouth happened to that. The pilot fell off the truck. I, I have heard. <laughs> <laughs> All that good quality goes up real good. <laughs>
3: yeah, you might have to cut that one early. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, no uh, milk was flammable. Right. It's downright explosive. Well, it's God. in cardboard curtains down there. We use bags up here, but you guys got the cardboard <laughs> curtains down there. Bags <laughs> are still a thing? It's all those
1: hormones that I'm putting in the Makes it explosive.
3: That's why I get all the gas. Bags burst.
1: It's, not well, my lactose bags still here, yeah. it's all the milk <laughs> additives.
0: I don't get milk in bags because i got to get lactose-free milk. But, yeah, you can still buy milk and bags here. Is it the
1: dehydrated stuff?
0: No, oh, it's a bag of milk. It's a oh. pouch. Yeah, it, it's, it's like a... Remember, like remember, remember when you used, you used to get the pouch, little the little things
3: straw with a stabby end and you had to stab the pouch. Capri sun. Yeah. And, well, well, and well, it was, those it great was like seven-year-olds doing it, so Where? they had no dexterity, and it never worked. There was always milk spraying all over the place. Capri used to, to get like juice the Capri sun. Stabbing yeah, the arm. Like,
1: I get it. But now, my kitchen wall is covered in little drops of that <laughs> juice on any given day, I mean, as my boy figures out how to jab the. Now the imagine stir. if it
3: was milk. it'd be worse.
0: But did you ever did you ever see it in the little bags, or, or it was literally just a bag, like yeah. the juice? Yeah, like not not yeah. not the Capri. Someone had the little that were like the the yeah, oil bag. A, yeah, in, yeah the, the pouch that had just pouch. a little that right in the middle of it had like that little line, and you could with a lip, and you stick the straw onto the no. lip. And, Ours were, like, ours were in like
1: ours were in like little plastic cups with a yeah, foil lid, just, and you would jab the straw through the uh, lid.
3: Ours were just clear plastic pouches, like a, yeah, basically what a what a, a boob implant would be
0: or something. Exactly <laughs> with, <laughs> with one just with just a fold. With a fold, you stuck the straw into the fold, jumped it in, and it it went just right. Stabbed a
3: random place in the plastic and drink through that.
0: Oh, the ones that I remember—they had a fold going across the short side, like the dot. You know, so you could stick it underneath. At least have something to start on. <laughs>
3: well, that's that's a great idea. Ours yeah, my,
2: when I was in my milk jump and I wasn't hand a sack of milk,
0: Stab it like a small animal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three or four. Oh. usually.
1: Oh God. <laughs> We all wanna scatter before John gets back and then he can come back and say oh that, that would be hilarious.
2: <laughs>
1: you could oh, he say
3: fifteen minutes and that was what, like forty five minutes ago? Yeah.
1: We could switch to a uh switch to a different different Jitsi room <laughs> and then.
0: wait for him to come back. Keep keep <laughs> it on, keep it live and empty and watch it online until he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Go over to the Facebook uh, feed and just watch it. Uh, oh, I know, I
2: know the call he's on. I, he's not going to be back tonight.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't think, eh?
3: Oh, I well. couldn't imagine, like, he didn't say what it was about, really, but I can't imagine for an emergency meeting to only be 15 minutes, like...
0: It has to do with things previously talked about on the show that he can no longer talk about.
3: I missed that part. I missed, I, I heard him say he couldn't talk about it. I didn't realize we'd... So let's all talk about it in his absence.
0: Right. Yeah, because he, he can't talk about it. But who He says can't he talk can't. about it. And Chuck can't talk I, about it either, but I Chuck is silently. But
1: don't understand any of it, so I'm just. Uh, no, me too. Which probably makes me the perfect guy to talk about it in true uh, modern media fashion, mm. but um, I'm not going to because yeah, I got I got nothing. Got a big day coming tomorrow, and my brain's in other places. So. Uh...
0: I'm laid off. I got no big days coming, other than the painting oh, I have to do.
1: Oh, that's right. I thought you got the the new gig, or is that just not started yet?
0: Hasn't started yet. Well, I haven't got a call to confirm the new gig either. But even in the, even the place I was at, there's another department that I might end up at before Christmas, and then there's a whole new thing that I might end up before there too. So I have a couple of prospects on the way. But right now I'm temporarily laid off, so the painting begins. That's that's my job now.
1: So you're like on vacation, sort of.
0: Yeah. Paid, yeah. Vacation. paid Paid painting vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, paid? Paid, oh yeah, because I got unemployment. I'm laid off.
1: Oh right, Canada. Yeah. Workers' rights and stuff.
0: Yep. yep. Commies. And here but, and here's the here's a scary thing. I get more on the unemployment I'm making now than I was making working in retail at a full time job. Commies. Commies. It's only for a short time, but but I mean, you know kind of
3: doing that now too. Actually, yeah, you guys I, I thought you guys
0: have a system like that, right?
3: I saw something earlier today that's now the, the communists have taken over is gonna run out of money by like October. Yeah, wow. October
1: eighteenth is the but that's that's that same song and dance we do about every six months now because when was the last time Congress actually passed a budget, Chuck? Do you know off the top of your head? Like we're never gonna do that again. That's never a thing that's gonna happen. Like, we're just going to do these continuing funding resolutions. We don't don't have to. So one party can hold Boogeyman over the other and be like, we're going to shut down the government. Meanwhile, guys over here are like, please. Just just shut it
0: down see what happens. Watch the Uh, whole thing crumble.
1: (laughs) Well, because we've gone through government shutdowns before and they they do stuff to grab publicity like oh we can't afford body armor for our guys in afghanistan now and but you know the the stuff that matters like keeps going the irs keeps collecting stuff Mm -hmm. bruce keeps driving the milk
3: yeah like the we didn't stop one federal bureaucracy workers
1: go home and know that they're going to get paid later for the time that they weren't coming into work so it's like a whole why you literally have Just blow that, your chief job as the president is to get a budget through Congress. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Say yeah. good night, Harlem, before you blow a blood vessel. Yeah, I'm going to.
1: I forgot how to do this. It's been so long. This has been oh my this God.
3: 200. And
1: All right, Matt Gallagher calling me out on the YouTubes. What did he say? I'm I'm not going to tell you because Chuck will. uh... Oh, I missed
2: that.
1: Thanks for listening to episode 284 (laughs) of the After Lodge podcast. Look forward to hearing
2: this this time next year, folks. Show
1: notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with Jamie on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And you can find the king of no pants on Reddit. John's hiding around there somewhere, and there's a special prize if you manage to identify which active member of the Freemasonry subreddit is really
3: Bruce. Oh, that's that's the grand prize. That's not yeah. just a special prize. That's the top prize. Yeah, y'all can yeah. do that. You win the internet. <laughs> you will get an all-expense-paid
1: to Johnstown <laughs> in in December, and uh, yeah. All right, we'll see you next week, brothers.
3: Bye.